I never really liked the word syllable. It seems pretty full of itself. Welcome to episode 14 of Primary Paradise Teaching, using syllables to help with decoding. What do you do when students, say, second, third, and fourth graders are struggling to decode words that should come easily? It can feel like a conundrum. You don't want to give them baby practice, but it's important to review foundational skills and ideas that will give them the tools they need. I've found as an intervention teacher that the solution is relatively simple, teaching them about syllable types. So why are syllables helpful for students struggling to decode? You might be wondering what syllables have to do with decoding. After all, of course we teach our students to clap or tap them out, but is there more to it than that? And have you always wondered why we even teach that in the first place? The answer is a big yes. However, that's just the first step. Students do need to understand how to hear and feel syllables in words. So first, take time to make sure they're able to do that. I like to use this simple chant. Syllables, syllables, chunks of words. Syllables make up every word I've ever heard. We can clap it, we can tap it, we can do our chin drop. If you ask us to find syllables, we're never going to stop. Cat has one. Pizza has two. Go on and ask us to find syllables because we know what to do. If you're not familiar with these strategies, I teach students three different ways that they can find the syllables in words. First is to clap it, which is pretty self-explanatory. The second is to tap it. I have them tap their fingers on the front of their chin for each of the syllables. So hungry, they would tap their pointer on hung and their middle finger on gree and have two fingers up for two syllables. This one is always a favorite. Lastly, every time you end a syllable, your chin drops a bit. So I have my students put their hand under their chin and count how many times it drops or bumps their hand. After sharing each method and practicing it, I let my students pick the one that they like best. Once students know how to hear and feel syllables in a word, the real learning can begin. Syllables are super helpful for teaching students to decode because there are six different syllable types that will help students decode easily. Once they learn each type, they can look at words and figure out what syllable type makes up the word. This will help them know how to break down the words and say each vowel sound, which often is the hardest part of decoding. Instead of telling them to chunk it and expecting them to know where to find each chunk, Understanding syllable types helps them know with confidence how to chunk words. Let's talk about the six syllable types and how you can teach them to your students. The six common syllable types are open, closed, CVCE, vowel team, R controlled, and consonant LE. After you've talked about how to clap or tap them out, tell your students that there are different kinds of syllables. Then teach each syllable one at a time. Depending on how quickly students pick it up, this could take a few lessons or a few weeks. Don't force it because this will only be helpful to students if they really get it. I use syllable fans, strips of paper held together with a brass fastener at the bottom, to help my students keep track of their learning. 
We have one strip for each syllable type, and then they can reference it whenever they want. We use sorts and underlining activities to help them practice, and most importantly, when they get stuck on a word during guided reading, we stop and try to break down the word. Side note, the template for the syllable fan, the sorts, and the other syllable practice activities are available in the free resource library on my website, which is myprimaryparadise.com. Here is the order in which I like to teach syllable types. Closed syllables first. Closed syllables have a short vowel sound and end in a consonant. Closed syllables make up many words in the English language. I tell students that the ending consonant closes the vowel in, so it has to make a short vowel sound. Be sure to review the sounds short vowels make. Closed syllables are basically CVC words or nonsense words, although they don't have to have a consonant in the front. Sometimes we see them simply as a vowel and then a consonant. Start with having students identify and then come up with their own one-syllable words. Next, build to two- and three-syllable words. There are lots of words that are only made up of closed syllables. Examples of words with closed syllables are man, club, rash, happen, on, pocket, problem, fantastic, bathtub, basketball, magnetic, and panic. Open syllables. Open syllables are basically the opposite of closed syllables. They have a long vowel sound and they end in a vowel. This is a great opportunity to review the long vowel sounds and the fact that Y can often take the place of the I and the E vowel sounds. We often see open syllables at the beginning of words, but they can also be found in the middle and the end. I tell my students that because the vowel isn't closed in, he's open to saying his name. Again, start with one-syllable words. You can move to multisyllabic words with both open and closed syllables when they're ready. Here are some examples of words with only open syllables. No, go, my, fly, we, she, retry, I, redo, potato. Here are some words composed of only open and closed syllables. Electron, balcony, latest, April, moment, and basic. CVCE syllables have a long vowel sound. You might call it magic E, sneaky E, or silent E, depending on which your students are already familiar with. This type of syllable is often found at the end of words and is used to make many one-syllable words. Here are examples of words with CVE syllables. Bike, made, globe, home, rose, hope. And here are some that also include some closed syllables as well. Volume, explode, illustrate, milestone, homemade, compensate. R-controlled syllables. R-controlled syllables have an R-controlled vowel in them. A-R, E-R, I-R, O-R, or U-R. And I tell my students that the vowel is changed. Before focusing on the syllables themselves, be sure to review the sounds each pair can make. Part of the beauty of teaching syllable types is the opportunity to review all of these sounds. Examples of words with R-controlled syllables. Bark, horn, her, bird, turn, harmful, monster, backward, inventor, perfect, legislator, 
Remember, vowel team syllables. Vowel team syllables have a pair of vowels or a variant pair of vowels that make a new sound. Sometimes the sound is long, but sometimes the sound is a bit different or new, like OU or OI. This is also a perfect opportunity to remind students that sometimes Y acts as a vowel. Sometimes people choose to teach long vowel teams and variant vowel team syllables separately. But because it really comes down to students understanding the sound each vowel team makes, I put them together and spend time on each vowel team sound. It's not a perfect method either way, but nothing in English is ever perfect. Examples of words with vowel team syllables South, seek, book, male, praise, boastful, untie, looking, again, Monday, treetop, monkey, cookout. Consonant LE syllable. This syllable makes the U sound and is typically found at the end of words. I typically teach this syllable pattern last because it is somewhat common, but I find students don't struggle as much with decoding this as they do the first five syllable types we discussed. It's also always part of a word with at least one other syllable type. So here are some examples of words with the consonant LE syllable. Handle, puzzle, bugle, bumblebee, turtle, freckle, wobble, drizzle, thistle, wrestle. You might have noticed a lot of talk about vowels. That's because every syllable has to have a vowel or vowel sound. Once your students know the syllable types, they can use this knowledge to decode unknown words. So here's how I like to practice syllables with my students. As students are learning the syllable types, I use a few activities that help them spot each type in words. Again, the final goal here is for them to be able to decode in context, but first they need to be able to identify and read syllable types in isolation. The hope is that eventually through these activities and also reading in context, decoding becomes fluid. Here are some simple activities I found very helpful. One, syllable cut up. Give students words with two or more syllables on note cards or sentence strips. Have them read the word and cut apart where they hear the syllable breaks. This activity can be done before they've even learned the syllable types, although I wait until they've learned at least about closed syllables. Two, syllable puzzles. Give students parts of words broken into syllables on sentence strips or note cards. Have them try to put syllables together to make coherent words. This can be hard, so start with a small amount of words, maybe three to five. Be sure that all the words only contain syllable types that your students already know. Number three, syllable type sort. I often use this in the mix with the first two activities. Have students take different syllables, you can save them from the cards from activity one and two, and sort them by syllable types. Keep the cards and as you learn new syllables, you can continue to sort them and add new words as you learn new syllable types. Number four, silly syllable words. I also often use this activity with the syllable type sort. After they've sorted their syllables, have students pull two to three syllables down and build new silly words. This is similar to how we have students practice CVC nonsense words. If they're able to correctly read the silly word, it shows that they understand how those syllable types work. Plus, students really enjoy this activity. Number five. Lastly, I like to give students whiteboards and a word to mark up. First, I have them underline each syllable. Then I have them identify each syllable type in the word. Students can either do this verbally or they can write it. I typically just have them write C above a closed syllable, O above an open syllable, and so on. Number six, read. 
Lastly, having students read with you in guided reading is a great way to practice decoding using syllables. While reading, have them find words with the syllable types you've learned. If students are stuck on a word, prompt them to look for the different syllable types. Let's talk about exceptions to syllable types for a minute. Of course, just like everything else in the English language, syllable types aren't accurate 100% of the time. There are plenty of words that break the rules, such as love, steak, give, live, sweat, olive, and inventive. However, they are accurate much of the time and can really be a fantastic tool for your students to pull as they're decoding. So be like an open syllable and give it a try.